0: Welcome back to SF Takes on Tourism. Good to see you, Hubertus. Hey,
1: Daniel. How are you?
0: I'm doing well, doing well. I got my dog making some noise here. Sorry about that. Uh, but yeah, I'm, you know, just been definitely in a better mood with everything opening back up and, um, you know, excited For to sure. experience the world again.
1: Exactly. And that's why we had a little bit of a break because it things have certainly picked up in a good way. So, um, but we're back and we are determined to remain back if you can say that.
0: True. And we have a a new format that we're going to be following. Um, we, we, a lot of thinking we went back and listened to some of our best episodes some of the which ones were the most successful what people got some feedback from some of our listeners and we decided to number one shorten our episodes um you know everyone's busy these days don't necessarily have 45 minutes an hour so we're going to try to keep every episode to about 15 minutes some of them might be five minutes some of them in 10 maybe 20 minutes um, if we have a special guest and we're going to only be discussing one top news story related to travel or topic each week in a really uh you know condensed fashion so it's going to be your kind of digest um, for one top story of the week and we're going to make sure that it's interesting and informative and not have us be rambling on about this or that which is always a challenge for Brambly. me, at least <laughs> so yourself um, hubert is our first topic what do we have up
1: so we wanted to talk a little bit about, um, you know, travel in general. And and there's been so much in the media about, um, you know, travel restrictions now that we're, you know, uh, that the summer is upon us and the, the big travel season for most Americans. And, uh, you know, vaccine passports, where can you travel? How can you travel? What are some of the restrictions? And I, for myself, have to say it's it's, somewhat confusing it can be really confusing and we work in the travel industry but there's been so much information out there and frankly I've I've been finding some of it um uh you know almost very challenging to navigate you know what is the correct information and where do I get really really the most updated information so we wanted to give a few pointers um and and see um and provide some, some help and, and guidance as to how to navigate all of this information.
0: Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's absolutely confusing. And there is a lot of good information out there. Um, so we will share some of those resources. We also wanted to touch on what is causing some of the confusion and why it exists. I mean, it should be something that's straightforward, right? It should be something where the government says, here are the rules, follow them. But when you begin to want to travel, um, whether you're someone vaccinated in the U.S., someone unvaccinated in Colombia, whatever you are, it is absolutely confusing. Um, so let's. It is good. Uh, yeah.
1: But as a caveat, I would also add that, of course, you know this. There is no playbook for this, um, and the science, as as we all go through this pandemic, you know, science. There's new research that becomes available. So there's certainly. I mean, there's a reason for why things change um, at any given time. Uh, we've certainly seen that, I think, from the CDC, um, you know, there, there was a lot of updates over the last few weeks, for sure, in terms of, you know, what can you do when you're vaccinated and what should you not be doing when you're vaccinated? And a lot of that has changed. But a lot of that is also due to the fact that new research and data is available, which is which is important to keep in mind. So I think what we wanted to do is is really um, provide a few resources and talk about a few things that we feel could be helpful in in navigating this sure. this information. And so
0: you, the first one I think you sent I, I didn't I actually wasn't aware about was something that Kayak has published now. So it's www.kayak.com/travel-restrictions, um, and they've basically created this engine where you put in your origin and you put in your destination, and they quickly pull up exactly what the current travel restrictions are. And then they have a, a, a link off to where the information, what information they're pulling from. So I found that pretty impressive. It seemed like they were keeping it up to date and it uh, was pretty comprehensive.
1: It's super comprehensive. I Well, comprehensive in a way that it was just easy to sort of understand, right? It's very easy to navigate. You basically um, can check not only internationally, but domestically. So you can get state by state regulations and guidelines. um, So you can click on the state. Um, there's, There's even a map where you can just get quick information. But if you go a little bit deeper, you get like the detailed information as to what some of the restrictions are, whether or not Um, a COVID, a negative COVID test is required um, for travel or whether or not vaccination is required and how that all translates to the different modes of travel. So I thought that was really helpful and kind of an easy tool to, um, to really find that information at your fingertips without going through, you know, pages and pages of text and and uh, bullet points of what to do and what not to do. Um, so I thought um, it looks like KAYAK is updating that on a regular basis. And what I thought was also really helpful is that in those cases, this is primarily for international travel, but in those cases where additional documentation is um, required, for example, some countries do require a questionnaire that needs to be filled out um, prior to arrival or whatever it may be. They even link to that um, to those to those documents so that you have those at your hand as well. So kayak, I think in general, is a great um, site to um, to research, you know, your travel for hotels and airfare and all these other pieces and elements. But I thought in terms of the um, actual travel restrictions and what is in place and what's not in place. It was really helpful.
0: Yeah, I, I found it really helpful, too. I, I did think that it was still there's still some confusion out there um, as an example. Traveling to Italy. So, you know, right now you look at the map, it says, okay, travel to Italy from the US, it's allowed. But, you know, it says under quarantine requirements, visitors from the US will need to quarantine for 10 days upon entering Italy. But I think that that is not the case if you're taking one of those COVID free flights. Is that right? I I think I read that somewhere else. and there's no mention of the COVID flights on there. So just like, I just want to point out to like the limitations with a tool like this, like it's a great starting point, but then there's some critical information missing from it. Like if I look at this, I think I have to quarantine for seven days. That doesn't sound very fun on a vacation.
1: Absolutely. And I, and again, I think, um, you know, there is probably not that holy grail of everything in one place. I think what I have found and for myself as I sort of plan, um, Trips for the summer or for later in the year. I literally drill down. If I, you know, if if you know where you want to go or what you really would like to do, then to really drill down into the details and the information. And again, a lot of it will will continue to change, right? Where um, quarantine rules in many cases change or fall away or are, are you know um, so. Yes, so a tool like this kayak tool is probably only so good as as what countries and and other travel providers also, um, you know, put forward. So, it's just an aggregate of all um, aggregator of all of that information. Yeah. But yeah, to your point, I think um, there's still going to be those instances where there might be conflicting information.
0: Yeah, and I think you have to approach it that way. Otherwise, you'll drive yourself crazy because I think you read one thing in the news about you know, France opening up completely soon. But then when you go on the government website, there's no mention of this whole system about them opening up soon. That's all in the yeah. news. And yeah. so I think you have to have this mentality where, all right, nothing is going to be perfect. I'm going to, you know, it's going to be a frustrating process, but hopefully by the time I travel, um, things will be a little bit more straightforward. And yeah, there's also something to be said for when you arrive, things aren't always exactly what they, as they're written, you know.
1: Yeah.
0: I've heard a lot uh, one of One thing I just, just wanted to- in. You
1: know? <laughs> yeah, one example that I thought um, was really good and and simple was the government website of Canada. So there's there's a section on their website um, where you basically answer a series of it's, it's four or five questions. I think they basically ask you where where do you reside, um, are you vaccinated, are you not vaccinated, whatever it is. It's like four or five questions, and then it will literally tell you you are permitted to enter Canada right now, or you're not permitted to enter Canada right now. Um, In which case that may change after whatever the date may be, but I thought it was a pretty easy and kind of like, okay, that's good information. Right. If, and if you are permitted to, um, to enter these other things that you need to do once you arrive. So again, I think it's probably recommended to really look at a, at a at a variety of different official websites, whether it's the, the government websites for for the country that you're looking to travel to or the state, um, you know the state's departments of health in the United States, the CDC for sure, and really kind of drill your way down.
0: Yeah, um, funny enough, though, again I filled out the Canada one as a, as a test, and they say that I would not be allowed to enter into Canada based on the information I gave, based on the questions that they gave. But I know that I am allowed into Canada because my sister is a permanent resident there. So it's funny. But that was, it, 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 but that you know, was not
1: part of. That, that was not. Is that one of the questions? No, uh, I mean, but they have-, have
0: a questionnaire there. To your point, it's like really it seems really straightforward and simple. Great, except that they didn't give me a chance to put that information in there, and now they say, you know, you are not allowed based on the information you gave. You are not allowed into Canada but I know I am alone. Yeah. So there are still those shortcomings that um, even with these- For sure, more for sure. Systems,
1: um, but um, I've also found uh, when it comes to air travel, spe- specifically international air travel, I, I'm, I found that the airlines typically have good information on their websites also, right? Depending on where you are planning to fly. And again, this is mostly for um, international um, travel, but also for some domestic travel, Hawaii, for example, which still has pretty stringent entry restrictions for, for mainland Americans. But I thought that was also depending on what your itinerary is that you put in, that you search for, it then gives you sort of a link to what some of the restrictions are, or if there's a quarantine involved, or if you need to show proof of vaccination or COVID, negative COVID test, whatever it may be.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I I think that this is a great opportunity for a company, whether it's an OTA like kayak, if you're a travel agency, if you're a tour operator, if you can help your clients digest this information and make sense of it and give them confidence in what in your interpret not interpretation in your uh, research then I think that's a great business opportunity in a way. I think if you're, you know, you can create on your website and say, don't worry, we're gonna make sure that we'll take some responsibility here for you and we'll make sure we make sense of all these border restrictions and whatnot so that people can feel comfortable because it is certainly confusing for the average traveler when going international right now, unless you're Mexico and you're open to everyone and no restrictions at all. So something to keep in mind for those tour operators out there. An opportunity there. Um, but one other uh, one other resource to share would be the IATA Travel Center. So that's IATA Travel Center spelled the British way.com slash world PHP and that is again like a world map that details the latest travel restrictions coming it's not country specific so you're not going to put in your origin so it's a little more difficult than to, to navigate than the kayak one but it still is um, also a helpful resource and they have this color coding system for which uh, which countries are more open than others which I found pretty pretty useful
1: that that's definitely a good resource and also I think what's really important to mention is, you know, and we've talked about it on on this podcast before, sort of the importance of travel advisors, right? And I think, if especially when it comes to international travel, which may be a little bit more complicated in terms of um, the type of trip or the type of um, um, package that you're looking to to book, call call a travel advisor. Um, you know, they're they're really helpful. They can guide and help guide you through some of these. Um, Restrictions and um, some of these uh, regulations that that can be very difficult to navigate if you're trying to really book a trip, which we all want to do this this summer.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Well, on that, I promise we're not to go over fifteen minutes. We're just about at that time, believe it or not. Time flies. Uh, a lot more to say on this topic obviously but we hope we will have we were helpful let's post these links in the bio of the podcast so people can easily uh, access them and we'll put any other uh, relevant links that we mentioned today in there as well and with that i wish